Okay, so I'm confused about something. So, the last episode, the first episode, pilot, um, after I put it together, I listened to it, and I it wasn't crazy about the quality. Uh, there was the plastic bag. That's what that crinkling noise was. Um, why was there a plastic bag? You might ask. Um, in, in my, why was that my special guest on my first episode? Well... It's a very good question. Uh, it's, a, it's a reasonable question. Um, you're going to hear the rain right now as my special guest this episode. Um, I, uh, I had it on the wrong speaker. I was, I was using my uh, AirPods, and apparently this wasn't recording through AirPods. It could be set to record through Bluetooth, um, but I'm using my wired headset right now to my phone, so uh, it hopefully is a lot better. I know this runs into my beard sometimes, and it gets crinkles from that. Um, There is... Torrential is a word that I would use for today. This is... uh, This is intense. Um, But, uh, (laughs) so I was looking at it, and I'm like, well... What would I have to do if I were to publish this? And I published it. So there's that. Um, so if there's any indication that that uh, how, of how confused I am, uh, that would be it. Um, but great news! Um, I already have feedback in the name of none other than Jason Hobbs from Random Screed. So uh, here's what he has to say. Jesse, it's Jason Hobbs with Random Screed. I'm very glad to have you on here. Confusion is my superpower. It was a pretty interesting listen. Uh, I was very humbled by your words. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad that you actually put your name on there because when I first saw it, I was like, who in the fuck is this? But I, and I could recognize your voice, but you never really said who you were. And uh, I eventually got it. Eventually. <laughs> Uh, Once again, thanks and welcome to the show. I think Eric Farmer would say you are OSR adjacent. And I think Hobbs and Friends with the OSR uh, straddles that line between OSR and gaming. And if you listen to the lounge where I was with Jesse, you would hear me talk about the game I am writing, Relentless, which has been called a hodgepodge between between OSR games, uh, board games, and uh, story games, indie games. So... I myself write games that uh, bridge the gap, and I think, why the... Part two, brother. I was going to say, why do we even fucking have to categorize games, and why can't we bridge the gap between them? Uh, I won't make this long, because I think the first one really said what I meant, but uh, I think it's awesome that you're trying to get healthy, and I should let you know that I have started a new company and a new website called Dudes on Oils. So check it out. Anyway, keep it up, Jesse. Have a good one, man. Bye. So that was Jason Hops, and um, 
I thank thanks for calling in, Jason. Uh, better better known as Hobbs. Um, you know, I don't have a format where I'm like, this is today's date and this is my name. Um, I've never done that on a podcast uh, because I usually record intros later. Um, so uh, my name is Jesse Edmund, and today is August seventh. So. Um, you know, there. And I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that a thing. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, it, my, my deal is, uh, whether it's OSR or not, I, I agree. Like, we don't really need to categorize things. But I do like, I do enjoy that there is a community around this idea. Um, even if it's, if the community can be troubled sometimes. Um, I do like that there's this community around this very specific aspect of of gaming, but there are there are anyways. I mean, there's there's you know there's this there's a massive community around fifth edition. It's it's just huge. Um, there's communities around. Uh, there's a really big community around um, Pathfinder, but even to the point where you'll find there's a community around uh, Torg, uh, which is a game. That where where multiple realities invade Earth, um, you know, there's 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 a there's just so much out there as far as communities and gaming. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that I don't think we need to. Uh, dead air. Sorry, in traffic. Um, But I I don't think we necessarily need to categorize, but I think that the communities... Oh, what I was going to say is that there's there's crossover between those communities. And I think that that's... I think that exists with the rest of of life, too. You know, like, um, I I love comic books. And in comic books, there's, you know, people who like indie comics, and there's people who like, uh, you know, Marvel comics, and there's people who like DC comics, and, like, there's all these little shoots, and, you know, that's, that's what people say, oh, I like indie comics, I like weird comics, I like underground comics, um, they're saying that with an X, by the way, not underground comics, um, you know, for me, I, I like all of it. Um, I like, I like pictures and words put together to tell a story. So, uh, so that's, that's where I stand on that. Um, but, but you'll find that too. You'll find somebody who's like, you know, I love Marvel comics, but I read a, you know, a story arc in, um, I don't know, in, in, uh, Superman in an action comics one point that really blew me away. I really enjoyed it. Like you'll find that there's crossover there too. Uh, even when people who are outside that think that people who like DC or Marvel comics are diametrically opposed and probably don't have any idea that there are people that are just indie comics people. Um, they'll, there, there's still a crossover. So, um, yeah. I had a different topic for today 
but I'm going to push that back because I can, you know, I can always do that. Um, that's right. That's the whole, there's virtually no format here, folks. Um, so the topic was, or the topic that I am going to talk about is why the fuck am I driving into work right now? Um, it's rainy. There's a lot of people on the road. Uh, there's, you know, there's there's potentially so many routes to disaster. There's there's so many potential things that could go wrong, and that's something I consider all the time. Is is what are the elements that need to be controlled? What are the elements that can be controlled? Um, and how can we best avoid? How can we best minimize those? Right. Um, so. If you if if you're an employer and you have an office, and in that office you have, let's say five employees, um, and those employees uh, serve as support. Okay, they're not they're not serving as you know they're not going to be face to face with clients. They're not going to door to door or anything like that. Those elements, you know, you, you, you have other things that need to be out of control. But you have an office. You've got five employees. They are serving as online virtual support, right? So you, you've got this office. So every single person in that office, no matter how far it is, has to commute to it. Okay. So you're adding a random specific element to it. There is a commute involved. What does the commute involve? Well, if there's inclement weather, uh, or I guess for Rochester, uh, you know, all weather is clement weather. Um, but if there's, if there's bad weather, you're risking people not getting there on time, not being able to make it in at all, um, being injured and hurt. Uh, which I think is an important one that people don't take into consideration. We drive constantly, um, and driving is endlessly dangerous. Um, you know, that's... It, it, it's something that you could avoid. Now, but that's not the only thing. You're also paying for that space for them to come into they need to sit in chairs. They need to have desks. They need to have computers. Um, some of these things might be stuff that you need to pay for no matter what. You know, they, they might need a computer no matter what. Um, they might need a, a phone no matter what. Um, you know, there's elements that, you, that are unavoidable. But there are also many elements that are avoidable. Now, uh, you're a you're an old school type person so you decide to implement a dress code as well you know men in slacks and a button up shirt women dress nicely I guess um, is the general rule of the day um, it's adding another element to it let's say I'm a guy and I'm working there and I don't really too care too much about what I wear, 
and I've only got a few pairs of slacks and something happens to all of them like like maybe I've got three pairs of slacks and it was just laundry day and uh, I don't know I spilled motor oil on the pile of laundry and now my slacks are ruined well now I, can I come into work can I just wear my jeans into work your rule is not to not to, to be dressed in slacks. Um, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily your rule scenario. I I guess what I'm saying is, every one of these things adds an element of complexity to the day, um, and people now na- navigate this very deftly. Impressively, to me, uh, to me, somebody whose degree of complexity is the same if I've done something a thousand times as if I've, I'm doing it the first time. Um, I, I find this process tiring, endlessly tiring, every single day. I find the idea of commuting, of uh, you know, making sure that I have all the things I need to get through the day. Um, you know, I, it's, it's very, very tiring. And then I have to work with clients and be punctual and, and be, uh, you know, be good at my job. Um, we live in an era where that's all avoidable now. We, we, we could easily avoid all of that bullshit. We could, we could easily avoid... <laughs> we could easily avoid so much of that if we said, oh, fine, we'll decentralize this office. You could take those five people and say, okay, you're going to work from home, but we have to make sure you have a, 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 a space for your office. And they do. Let's say it's, you know, whatever it might be. Maybe it's a, a corner in their their living room of their apartment. Uh, maybe it's an office that's a separate, you know, an extra bedroom that they, they've converted into an office. Maybe it's space in their basement. Whatever that might be, these folks are able to, to locate or create that. because and they, and they would be motivated to do so. Um, so then the process then becomes for each of your employees to wake up, to sit down at their desk, start work, take a lunch someplace in the day, take a a break or two. Um, and then that's their day. That's the entirety of their day. They, they, they finish work and they go about their day. They get all that time back. You're giving people you know, two to three hours of their lives back, depending on their commute. Hell, even if you're giving people a total of 10 minutes back, um, you know, whatever it might be, you're giving people time back. You are, uh, you're empowering people to have more energy to do the work. Um, 
maybe to avoid distractions that would really get to I'm constantly distracted. I'm going to have to do an episode about that. I'm constantly distracted by stuff in the office. Endlessly. I will spend hours trying to figure something out for a client and hearing conversation going on, even if I'm listening to something, because I'll listen to, to podcasts mostly through the day, um, and that helps me to focus, but there's, there's always some conversation happening in my area, and it's impossible to navigate, it's, in, it's fucking impossible for, for me. Um, so it, it makes me tired, uh, and it makes me angry, um, and it makes me not, it makes me antisocial, which I'm, I'm not, I try not to be an antisocial dude. So, I mean, that's, uh, I guess that's what, what's confusing me. Why is it so hard for companies to say, yeah, it makes sense for people not to be in an office when you're eliminating so many variables that can affect your business by doing so. You know, why, what degree of control do you have by forcing people to come into an office and sit there and do work? So, that's my confusion. back again. So that was, uh, that was my rant. Um, it was a long one. Um, I guess, I guess the commutes may be, uh, good for me in the fact that I found this and this, I enjoy doing this. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll do this on, uh, a few commutes a week. Um, I won't do it all the time, but it's, you know, it's fun. Um, I want to thank Jason Hobbs from Random Screed for stopping by. Uh, check out his, check out Random Screed. Check out Hobbs and Friends from the OSR. Um, Emmy-nominated Hobbs and Friends from the, the OSR. Uh, he, he didn't win, um, and he's had some mixed feelings about that. But um, I'm, listen, I'm impressed with him. So I think you should be as well. No matter who you are, even if you're Hobbs listening to this, um, and uh, and you know what? Check out his dudes on oils. Why not? I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see what it's all about. Um, but uh, but thanks for listening. And uh, I had a I had a buzz line at the end. I don't remember what it was. So. Um, it makes sense because I guess that's what this is all about. Confusion is my superpower.